0: I really wish that self-love was a simple thing for us to accomplish as as women leaders and, and as powerful women in general. But the truth is, as a powerful woman, I know I've been guilty of looking in the mirror and finding fault instead of acceptance. I have engaged in that really toxic internal dialogue that was degrading, rude, and plain old judgmental, just fault finding. And if I were to treat other people the way I used to treat myself, they would have bailed on me a long time ago. But here's the thing. Because we can't get away from ourselves, we have to deal with it, and hopefully when we realize how toxic it is, heal from it. I'm Alicia Caldwell, the mental fitness coach and the host of the Me, Myself, and Her podcast, where issues that challenge the mental fitness of women leaders take the spotlight. Hey, ladies, welcome back to the Me, Myself, and Her podcast. I'm so glad that you are here today. We're going to talk about the greatest love, which is self-love. But before I get into that conversation, I have to ask you all a question. Do you remember the Whitney Houston song called The Greatest Love of All? I'm going to guess yes, that some of you are familiar with that song. In fact, you, like me, might even know all the lyrics still. That used to be one of my favorite songs, and I still listen to it today. It's actually been on my playlist for the past couple of weeks as I was thinking about um, writing the blog post and um, speaking about it here today on the podcast. But I used to sing that song over and over and over in my bedroom, and I used to have my my hairbrush as the microphone, and I just loved how Whitney Hughes. Houston sang that song. Her voice, of course, was powerful. It was beautiful and amazing. But the lyrics to the song were so inspiring that even as a young girl, I believed every word. If you don't remember the the lyrics to the song, or maybe you have never heard of the song, I'm just going to give you a, a quick summary. The song is talking about searching for and finding the greatest love that your life will ever experience. And if you don't remember um, the lyrics exactly, it's talking about the person that you will spend the rest of your life with. You will see and be with that person each and every day. You can't get away even if you want it to. There's no divorcing, breaking up, walking away, ghosting, or unfriending. This person is going to be with you at every turn as you grow, mess up, learn, and relearn the facts of life. This person knows you inside and out. All of your thoughts and fears are no mystery. All the layers of your story are understood. And this person knows what you look like with bed hair and bad breath. Like This person knows all the layers of you. Doesn't that sound like someone worthy of building a great love and relationship with? My guess is that you're answering yes. So I'm going to reveal to you who this amazing person is, but most of you have already guessed it. She is you. That greatest love that you will ever know, develop, and nurture is self-love. And I'm not talking about loving how you look in an outfit. I'm not talking about how you performed on the project at work or how you feel in your relationship. This love that I'm referring to, it means having high regard for your personal well-being. It means that you are a protector and director of your mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual fitness. You are taking care of you. It means that you prioritize your life based on how things and people help, hinder, or hurt you. I know there's someone out there, at least one person who is thinking that sounds so selfish to put myself first on a consistent basis just does not feel and it just doesn't sound right. There are too many people depending on me. I know there's someone out there thinking about that, right? Let me share with you something. If you are a woman leader, making sure that you are taken care of, that is also taking care of those that you lead. Because if you are not well, nothing else really matters. If you get sick, you're not at work, you're not in your business, and you're not in the community leading anyway. So by taking care of you, you are taking care of your role and your responsibility as a leader and high achiever. Okay, let's get back to self-love. Self-love isn't easy. A lot of us never received the blueprint on how to love ourselves, mainly because we were taught to nurture and sacrifice self for others. And if we had time, if we have the energy or and the resources, maybe at some point we would do something for ourselves. So this conversation is about flipping that and looking at prioritizing our own health, wellness, and safety so that we can better serve and support those that we care for and those that have been entrusted to us as far as our leadership is concerned. Self-loving behaviors are the actions that you take to position yourself to thrive, grow, and flow in the loving arms of you. It really means that you embrace all of who you are. So when you're looking in the mirror and you see a flaw, you don't point it out in a critical and harsh way. You may notice it, but there is this sense of acceptance of the entire package, not just the pieces. So loving yourself is the greatest love because it sets the foundation for every other love that you will encounter and explore. So imagine for a moment that you're in a loving relationship with someone and you have a flaw and that person is pointing out all of your flaws. There's just a critical nature about the person. You have a hair out of place and they bring it up. You have a pimple and they take note of that. If there's something going on with you that's not quite right, this person is the first to share that information with you. How would you feel about being in that type of relationship And what if that relationship is with you? The truth is, I've been guilty of looking in the mirror and finding fault instead of acceptance. I have engaged in that degrading, rude, and judgmental dialogue. And if I were to treat other people the way I used to treat me, they would have bailed on me a long time ago. But because we can't get away from ourselves, we end up having to stick around, deal with it, and hopefully when we realize how toxic it is, heal from it. How we love ourselves is setting the standard for how others will love us. If you hold yourself in high regard, those who love you will be expected to do the same. If you respect yourself and have healthy boundaries, those who want to explore building a loving relationship with you will be required to do the same. If you are compassionate, kind, and patient with yourself, you guessed it, it will be essential that those in personal relationship with you do the same. You see, ladies, self-love is not a hashtag. It's an action-oriented internal manifestation. I'm gonna say that one more time. It's an action-oriented internal manifestation. It's created from the inside and that inside development It has a ripple effect on how you move and groove in this world. Let me say this one part. Even though it's an internal manifestation, it is so helpful if we have a blueprint to follow. If we have other women in our lives, especially during the formative years of growing up that had the sense of self-love and taught it to us, that would be amazing. The truth is a lot of us didn't have that. So now as adult women, we're trying to figure it out and that is okay. The good news is that even if you've never had the blueprint set for you, you can start working toward it now, not tomorrow, not on Monday. You can start thinking through what you need as a woman to feel authentically loved, not by someone else, but by you. How do you need to show up for yourself? What things do you need to take away or add to your life so that sense of love, care, concern, kindness, compassion, whatever the word is you want to add, you make sure that it is a regular part of your life, that it is a natural part of your flow. So here's an exercise that you can choose to take part in. Um, do you know how, when you're on the dating scene, I haven't been on the dating scene in a long, long time, but if you can remember dating and maybe you had the list of characteristics that you would want in a man, like, okay, he has to be loyal, he has to have a job, he has to be nice, funny, blah, 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 whatever it was for you. How about making a list like that, but that list is going to be about how you as a powerful woman, need to love yourself? What are the characteristics that you need to embody in order to exemplify self-love? In order to enhance our self-loving nature, we have to explore and embrace the dynamic essence of who we are. That's why I'm always talking about life, career, and relationships. I'm talking about the layers of who we are. I'm talking about living, loving, and leading. I'm never talking about you as a powerful woman or me as this singular entity that only flows and moves in one way, because that's not real. So it's looking at the calm waters and the stormy seas of who we are as women. It's our ability to look at the entirety of who we are, bed hair and bad breath, bad moods and attitudes, flawed decisions and indecision, all of it, and love us anyway. The reason The Greatest Love of All continues to inspire me is because it talks about this very human external pursuit of finding love, acceptance, and fulfillment. This outward expectation of someone else coming into our life to fill our cup and lift us up is letting us down. I don't know about you, but I wouldn't want that responsibility. I wouldn't want to be in a relationship and held accountable for someone else's happiness or satisfaction with life. That sounds daunting. And more importantly, it sounds unrealistic. No one, absolutely no one is responsible for your life, your love, or your journey, but you. If we can't create and manifest joy, peace, harmony, or contentment within ourselves, how on earth can we expect another human being outside of us to master it? That's not real. This takes me to the part of the song that I don't agree with. One verse states that the greatest love of all is easy to achieve. That's not true for many women. Depending on your life experiences, self-love may not have been taught, like I said earlier, and it's not easy to achieve. Some women, including myself, had to work strategically on building a self-loving mindset. And let me tell you, it takes practice. It's not something that happens overnight. You don't listen to one podcast or read one book and get rid of years of self-neglect. But the good news is today can be the day that you start moving different, one purposeful practice at a time. So you get to decide how you're going to show up in relationship with you, how you're going to love better now that you know better. I hope this information was helpful to you. Thank you for showing up today. And I just want to remind you that this information is not a substitute for your personal relationship with a licensed professional counselor or a medical professional. If you feel like you need to take some deeper dives into self-love and just exploring who you are as a powerful woman, don't put your healing on pause. Get connected to a counselor, a life coach, or someone else that can help Help to mentor you on that journey just in case you haven't checked out my new website yet go to livelikeher.com and you can read the blog version of this conversation. And don't forget to follow me on social media on Instagram at livelikeher2 and on Facebook at livelikeher. I will see you next week, but in the meantime, make sure that you are pulling back the layers of who you are and exploring who you want to be and using resources as you figure out how to become her.